obviously I am pro doing your dreams and I just keep having it put in front of me that it's just, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, let's go. And obviously I have the shop and I have the books and I have the podcast and I'm doing way more than I was ever doing before. Still just time to step out and you never really know when it's all going to be over. So we have to stop waiting for that note to say, Hey, you know, you got to do this now or you're never going to get it done. And so, you know, who's going to hand that to you? Nobody. Well, I'm going to hand it to you today and say, let's do some freaking dreams y'all. Cause we don't know, you know, tomorrow, do they say you got a day to live tomorrow? Do they say you got a year today? Does it all just come to a screeching halt? Which then probably puts us in a season where that's not possible. But what if, what if we did it and that was the thing? That was, that was what gave us relief. That was what created a pathway forward. I don't know. Let's go. Hey! You're on this journey, on this season five vibe and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey. This journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven, it really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw and I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up lost you are not going to get there just know that um but it's it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real. And this is all real. This is me living my life out loud. So we can all do our dreams. Hey, yo, welcome. 
welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. And basically, we start every single day grounding ourselves in our greatness. Why? Oh, I don't know. Because maybe you just have like really non-crazy, pretty easy dreams. But my guess is you have some dreams that you're going, well, that'll never happen. And if that's what we're saying, right, how do we start to shift that? Because that's really where we need to start. We don't even need to start in the movement part. We got to start in the, I could make this happen, but I got to start somewhere. And the leap of that, of just starting, whatever it is, I don't care. I don't care how you start. I don't care what it is. We got to shift the vibration. We got to shift out of this cycle of, yeah, no, I could never do that dream. Or yeah, I mean, in in a in the real world, I got to do this, right? But like, really, we could be doing our dreams. And what does that look like? And the beginning of that conversation always has to start with, I could do this. I could find the perfect guy or gal. I could create the perfect family. I could buy the most amazing house. I could land the dream job. I could do this. And once we start having that conversation, we start believing a little bit more that our dream life could be a possibility. And when we start to believe, just even start to believe, the narrative sort of shifts and we start to see things change. We aren't overcoming the same things we were before, which was just a lot of madness and misery. Now we're kind of coming through some goodness and we're starting to see that this could be a possibility. We're starting to see that life could be real. That we could really be living it. What? Yeah. And so here we are. How do we do that? Well, I do not believe in this world where we just go, oh, here's a bunch of examples of people who came through stuff that was way harder than you. And so you need to go get motivated and you're just worthless. If you were a better human, you'd probably be better at reaching your dreams and your goals. That's it. So just wake up early and make your bed every day and checkmate. You're done. You're doing your dreams. It is that simple. It is more simple than I think most people care to acknowledge. Um, But it is not that simple. It isn't just a couple of examples and motivation. It is an extreme amount of consistency of doing. You have to do something. Words are not enough. I'm going to repeat that a million times. If I've said anything on repeat more than anything else, it is probably that words are not enough. That is not a frequency shift. Dreaming and not matching by some sort of doing produces anger and resentment as a reality instead of the dream you want as a reality. So we have to do, we have to do these things. We have to do them. And one of the best ways to actually practice that, the doing, practice the dream doing, is A, to do something and B, to start having that conversation with yourself. Because most conversations that you're having with yourself sound something like this. Yeah, but you suck. You're a terrible person. You're not good at this. You could never do this. 
this would never be possible where you are. This would never be possible with who you are. This would never be possible with X, Y, and Z. Fill in the blank. You can blame anything. In order to start shifting out of that, we got to start believing that we're better than we were the day before. And so we do this as consistently as possible so that we shift that narrative. This is more than a poster on the wall. This is not something that's just going to fade out when you stop using your planner. This is something that's going to stick with you because eventually you'll have all this proof when you start to go back into that normal cycle of I'm terrible, blah, 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 blah. We've got a whole bunch of proof that you're not and you supplied it to yourself. And so the recall of that is a little bit easier. And so so I do recommend writing out your greatness, grounding, and doing that work. But if you don't have the time, just talk about it like I do every single day. And so here is my great thing. Um, whoo. My great thing is continuing to cycle through. Last year was such a big growing curve. And this week will be one year of my shop being open, which is a huge accomplishment considering for six weeks, we didn't have um, heat. And also considering just the dire circumstances that a lot of small town main streets are in. It is dangerous work at best to open on a main street and to even think that you could come anywhere north of profitable is a little bit bananas and pajamas, but here we are still living to breathe another day. I think this month's going to be a tight one, but here we are. We're living, we're breathing, we're, we're, we're here, right? And um, this month is the first month that I'm bringing in the new improvements. And so that really is my week ahead of me is to buckle down and get that stuff done, taken care of and shifted over. I've been talking about this move for the entire summer. Yeah. Imagine. And every time that I kind of presented myself to that possibility, I would like walk myself back off of the crazy cliff that I had found myself on and I would say, this is crazy. This is a lot of work. Why are we even doing this? Well, we know why we're doing this. And then I'd be like, well, you need this thing. You need this thing. You need this thing. You need this thing. And then you'll be able to do it. And all of those things were true, right? Like we needed a new label printer and we needed more space for more brands. And we needed all of the new POS equipment. And that meant that we needed to get rid of our old equipment. And right when we went to get rid of our old equipment, it all died. And then guess what that meant? <gasps> oh, we got brand new equipment. Yeah, so we're not even selling year old equipment. We are selling brand new equipment, which is super cool and beneficial for us. But, 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 my friends, um, it's, it's been a journey. It has. Um, I don't really have a great way of talking about it other than that that it has been a journey and I love you all so much. Um, but it's been a year. It really has. And so I, um, knew in January that we needed a better system. Why? Because systems lead to consistency. 
and consistency is really important for the way that my brain works, but it's also very important for the way that corporations work, for the way that businesses work. You can't just be like, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Even though we had to be okay with living like that for a year, now that we've seen what happens, we know what improvements need to be made and we know what systems need to go in place so that we can be as successful as possible. And so here we are. This week, I'm like, that's it. I have until Friday. We're onboarding six brands a day and we're getting this done. It's going to get done this week. We're going to move over to the new system. And by Monday, we'll be working in the new system, if not Friday and Saturday. So um, that is my great thing. I think it's been a long road to here. There is a lot of miserable work ahead of me. Cheers to that. Um, but it's just, it's a requirement. It's got to get done. It's got to get done. There is no one else to do this work other than me. I am, um, calling in some backups. Um, so my website developer is coming on a call this morning and then my sister is standing on call for what she can do to help bring this work forward. And so we're going to get it done. We are, um, and that really is my great thing. I think every time that I arrive at, finally, we're going to do this thing, it typically happens like this. Like it's going to be in a flurry and it's going to happen in a small window of time. But if I don't put some sort of timeline on myself, I just run amok. Look at, we knew that we needed to do this all summer and look what did not happen. Now, I was not in the best case scenario to be successful this summer, but here we are. It's got to happen. We are not letting this thing get drawn out. And I would be very happy to know that we went to a new system at a year's mark. Like, that would make me extremely happy. So that is my great thing. We are going to shift systems. We are almost at a year here at the shop and it's, there were months where it was hard to breathe. Um, I think that's the reality of anyone trying to take on something like we are taking on with the shop, but there are also months where I felt extremely aligned and grateful to be in this field, to be in this moment, to be able to create in this way. So, you know, I've, I'm always grateful for that. I am always grateful for my support system, mainly my husband who just keeps saying like, you're going to do this. I truly believe in you. Whatever we got to do, I am here for you. And so are my kids. And so that's how our family system works. It just is. We're always going to be backing each other. That's an agreement that we made. So yeah. Uh, so that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. You want bonus points. You could always write it down. The bonus points count for absolutely nothing, but go ahead and tell anyone that you want that you got double bonus points on your podcast today. They will not know what you're talking about, but they'll certainly be proud of you. Wow. Way to go. I don't, I don't, how, I don't even know how you do that. How do you even get bonus points? Uh, for listening to a podcast. That's pretty cool. Good job. Uh, yeah. So you get all of them. Okay. So, um, 
you know, I think taking a second right now to just like reflect on everything that has been accomplished here because we are marching up on the one year anniversary of opening the shop doors. And there were a lot of moments where it was like, man, I am frustrated and I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to go from here, but I know that I want to do this thing. And a lot of people ask like, well, I don't even know how to dream. How do you even just do that? How do you pick something? Well, guess what, y'all? The hundred million times that you got asked this growing up, you didn't hesitate, right? Like, you were just like a firefighter, a a dog walker if you're like my kids. No question, no question. There's not a hesitation. You're just like, easy. Easiest question I've ever been asked. Now, if I would come up to you right now as an adult and say, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? you would probably hee-haw around and finally give me some version of why you can't be whatever you want to be. And that would sort of end this conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that stuff happens. And what I realize now is life doesn't always work out the way that we want it to. (laughs) Right? So dreams shift. Dreams take a second. They take a back seat sometimes because life gets real and it gets tough and it it's it's not always easy. And that's why we need constant systems of support backing us. But outside of those moments or those shifts or those times where we realize it's okay that it didn't work out, we have the opportunity to get some things done. And sometimes, honestly, I feel like this happens all the time. Sometimes we have these moments where, yeah, um, we get pushed unintentionally to get whatever we are supposed to get done here. Now, and I don't know, this, this book is just crazy. So this lady like wanted to write all these books, she was going to do all this stuff. And then she just never did. She was just kind of hanging out, waiting around, like, like we might, you know, like who doesn't do that? Oh yeah. I mean, I always want to write a book or I always want to do that thing, but I'm just going to. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll eventually get there. Right? Because that's what we say. Uh, yeah, well, maybe when the kids leave or maybe maybe there's a there'll be a better time for me to do that. Right now really isn't the time. And in this book, all of a sudden, she gets this diagnosis of, of extreme cancer. Extreme. Stage four. Obviously, that's not the number you want. You want like a one and a half or a zero if you can get it. Like, we don't want the the four number. The four number is certainly the worst. I don't actually know that, but I think the few times that I've had the cancer conversation, 
that's one of the numbers you don't want. And so she has this and they're doing some testing and, and they figure out that she has like a rarer form. And in this instance, that rare form, because most of the time rare forms, you're like, oh no, that's even worse. In this instance, this rare form meant that she qualified for this new testing treatment that they were doing. And so it was exciting. Well, you qualify for this and you can do this. This could save your life. Might not, but it could. So let's try. And so she does all this treatment and she finally just decides, like, I gotta write, I gotta write the book. I gotta, I gotta do the things, you know, like you might, if you realize what she had realized, which was like, Hey, you might have to the end of this year, but you gotta get, if you got some stuff to do, and that's what everybody said to her, you should just get more comfortable with the idea of dying. Literally, people said that to her. And I think, holy crap, what a terrible thing for people to say to you. But, I, you know, once you've seen it, I suppose it just becomes the reality. Like, start getting used to this idea that you're going to die and stop acting like it's not going to happen because it's going to happen to all of us, right? So... Just because she has this treatment doesn't mean that you're not the one that's going next. And so she starts to get more comfortable with it. And because she got more comfortable with it, she started to make these lists of the things that she was going to do that she never got around to doing. Because, you know, kids and work and all the things. And she was just always going to do them, never did. And she started actually doing them. And once she started doing them, and this is what I find, you know, like crazy. Um, once she started doing them, all of a sudden the treatment started turning around and all of a sudden she was just like healed, which I know sounds crazy. And she was going through treatments and she was doing all the things. So it wasn't like she was just sitting there like, okay, well, I'm going to start working on my dreams and then I'll, that's it. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to do what I came here to do and be done. And all of a sudden, boom, like miracle, the cancer's gone, nothing showing up. Here we are. She writes all the books. She does the things. It even pushes her dad to finally write his books and do the things. And it's just like, maybe that's it. You know, maybe we're all just getting these little mini chances to do the things that we say. And maybe the more that we're saying them, you know, the more that the universe is going to urge us forward to those decisions. Like, and all of a sudden not give us a choice. You got to do these things. And if you don't, well, you might get the sentence of a lifetime. And maybe if you can push forward and figure out what's trying to be said or what you're supposed to do in that moment, maybe you do win and you do beat it. I have no idea, but doesn't that seem kind of crazy? Doesn't that just seem like it's too related and too specific to not have some sort of correlation? 
Every single doctor's appointment, they're just telling her, you just, you gotta get more used to dying. You gotta get stuff done. You gotta make your bucket list and you better get after them quickly. And then boom. She just better, which I don't know that after going through stage four and enduring all of that, that you're ever better, but you know, she did the dang things. And then she's just out here living this dream life. The one that she probably never would have got around to. Like, when are we going to get around to our dream life? When is it going to happen? When is ideal? I'll tell you when ideal isn't. All the time! Life is never really in an ideal state. Ever. When does the world quit whistling around you? It just doesn't. It's not like, hold on, hey, we're going to stop the train for you to go ahead and just decide when you want to do these things. Yeah, we got you. We'll just we'll wait here forever. Yeah, I mean, whenever you get to it. Yeah, it's good. Do you want to... Oh, maybe next week? Yeah. And I'm the biggest, I'm the, I'm the worst one. Like, I'm sitting here making fun of that, but I'm telling you, that's a perpetual motion of what my dreams were before I decided the difference was in the doing. I'd just be like, okay, well, oh yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know what, this week we got, we got a break this week. I could get something done. I'm going to get that thing done. Yeah, I'm going to, it's going to be this week. Nope, no. We missed Monday. You know what? Kids woke up early Monday. It's just, it's not going to happen Monday. Monday doesn't really make sense as a starting point anyways. All right, it's going to be Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Yeah, Tuesday. Ah, it didn't happen Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's going to be Wednesday. You know, now I got everything in place. The kids are in a good sleeping pattern. They've tried this for two days. I think, I think Wednesday. I think it's going to be Wednesday. And Wednesday would come to pass. And then guess what passes? Your entire life. And all of a sudden you've passed 10,000 Tuesdays. And you are never going to do it because life is just super comfortable. And you're probably going to die soon anyways. So let's just not do dreams. Why would we even try so hard? Do we even have to try? Um, you don't really have to try because so long as you're saying the things that you want, like the world is going to keep ushering you there. Now that is a scary thing. And I always recommend that you have a good, strong, sturdy conversation with the people who will be impacted by you wanting your dreams. And then by you doing those dreams because they're going to be the ones who have to sacrifice. They're going to be the ones under the, the table. People won't say stuff to you. They'll say stuff to them and you'll have to be the one that's backing it fully, not sitting there and talking about how crazy this person is. I know it's crazy. I don't know. She just likes it, you know, like, no, it's got to be full backing. You're all going after this stream. It is not removed from anyone. It's not. You're all together, 
crazy or not. That's part of the sitch. Isn't that fun? They should definitely put that in marriage vows. Mine did not say that. They were very normal, like in sickness and in health, in something, in wealth, something, something. They really do good with words. Mine should have said, in crazy entrepreneurial states and corporate and everything in between. I mean, if you want to go be a crazy writer, we're going to figure out how to make that happen for you. And when it's, you know, my turn, we're going to figure out how to make that happen for you. That's it. We're doing this together. We're doing dreams. We're doing life. That's what's going to happen. Life is ever moving. You're always growing. And so I think part of those vows should definitely be in growth and change. And I don't know. The Bible, there's probably better words for all of that, but bottom line, doing dreams is the change. And I feel really grateful to be where I am because I really really mess things up along the way. And I got all these chances to do different things and to really recalibrate and to decide where it was that I wanted to end up. And it's just, it's crazy. How much The world will coordinate with you deciding what it is that you want. And it seems crazy because it's like, no, it won't. You're crazy. No, it really will. Like, look at how things have worked out for you before. And if they never had and you're going, Hannah, you're insane. I know. I'm a little dream crazy. I'm a lot dream happy. Um, but I want you to realize that the world has always been working for you, putting you where you needed to be, imagining a better life than you probably could at that moment and creating it for you. And everything that's happened, really, you created. Every single thing. And I don't like to think about that sometimes because sometimes I'm like, oh no. I created less for myself. You know? I created so much less than I could have. But I think my creating less is that pain that I like to speak from because we're all so capable of creating more for our lives and for ourselves. We're all just capable. And we're creating our own ways out. We're creating a a better life for ourselves. We're doing that. You're doing that. And you're fully capable of doing that. But it is, it is always in the doing and the doing part sucks. 
that's where you get the crap kicked out of you. That's where you look around and just go like, is this even worth it? I could be sitting comfortably at a job getting a paycheck every week. And here I am like struggling to figure out what's going to cover this. You know, my seven-year-old, as I walked her to school and I walked away, she's like, all right. I said, have a great day at school and learn a lot. And she said, okay, mom, hey, you have a great day. Get really big sales today. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And let's set this up so that it's capable of delivering on that, right? We have systems in place that can do those things. But I think that like willingness and want to hold back because the doing part of that is scary is a lot to ask the world for, but it's not. There are so many people out here asking for that. Saying like, hey, now I want to do this. That girl, one of the shows that my girls watch, that girl, Lele, and she was interviewed. I watched one of her interviews and she's like, I manifested this whole thing. I wanted a Nickelodeon contract and I got a Nickelodeon contract or whatever network she's on. Maybe it's Disney. I don't know. But to, to know the power, your power that early in life, what a boss move. And to know that we all have that power and we shouldn't wait until we have a diagnosis to go act on it. This might be too late. The time is now. Dream doing has to happen now. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world.